listening to the Agent Survival Guide podcast. A podcast for today's insurance agents. Informing. Educating. Empowering. Improving the way you do business in an industry that's anything but static. In today's episode, find out what you need to know before hosting your next Medicare educational event. We've updated this episode with details about selling during the pandemic and making sure you're compliant with the newly renamed Medicare Advantage and Part D communications requirements. Rules for hosting a compliant Medicare educational event, written by Roxanne Anderson. While events are often a great way to generate leads, holding Medicare educational events during the COVID-19 pandemic is a legal and ethical gray area. What's allowed at seminars for the 2022 AEP? The Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, CMS for short, have set forth rules on what you can and cannot do when holding Medicare educational events. We will cover these guidelines in detail to help you stay compliant as you sell. The first question on our list, can agents hold Medicare educational events during COVID-19? The COVID-19 pandemic has led to various changes in our society, masks, hand sanitizer, and social distancing, to name a few. Certain areas may still be restricting gatherings, so are Medicare educational seminars even permitted for this AEP? The answer is, it depends. States and counties are still affected by COVID differently, and therefore are responding differently. We recommend asking this question to your state's Department of Insurance, as well as the carriers you represent. The answer will depend on the health of your state and counties, whether individuals attending are vaccinated or not, the restrictions of states and counties, and if your carriers are allowing in-person member events at this time. In some cases, you may be able to hold a compliant virtual Medicare educational event, but again, check with your carriers first. Some retail sales programs may not be offered this AEP or will be offered with additional restrictions. Additionally, some carriers may make the decision to cancel in-person seminars for this AEP. If virtual meetings are not an option, you may have to explore other ways to help your prospective and current clients this AEP. We must all do our part right now to stay safe and protect each other from unnecessary health risks. Wondering if you need to wear a mask or set out hand sanitizer for appointments? Are you allowed to ask your clients COVID screening questions or check their temperatures before meeting? We answer these questions and more in our episode on how to sell Medicare during COVID and AEP, so check out the episode notes for that link. Okay, let's move on to establishing your event. Have you found out you can still host a Medicare educational event? Then it's time to start planning it. Before you get too involved, make sure you review your motivation for putting on the presentation. 
Events like these serve to inform Medicare beneficiaries about Medicare Advantage, Part D, or other Medicare programs. During them, you cannot market specific plans. If marketing is your goal, you must hold and follow CMS's guidelines for a Medicare sales event. As for the when and where, educational events may be held in a public venue. Under no circumstance should you hold them in in-home or one-on-one settings. What about a virtual Medicare event? Depending on the carrier and state, you may be able to compliantly hold a virtual educational event for Medicare prospects or enrollees during the 2022 AEP. If you're holding a virtual presentation, you will need to choose an online platform like Skype, Zoom, or Facebook Live instead of a physical location for your event. Your carriers will likely have specific rules for virtual events, so be sure to check with them before making official plans. Next on the list, promoting your Medicare educational event. You can advertise these events via most forms of marketing, including newspaper and radio ads, flyers, and direct mailers. However, there are a couple guidelines you must follow when marketing educational events. All educational events must be explicitly marketed as educational to beneficiaries. Educational event advertisements and invitations must also contain the following disclaimer, stating, quote, for accommodations of persons with special needs at meetings, call, then the phone number, and the TTY number must be included, end quote. When it comes to enrollee-only events, these may qualify as marketing. Typically, enrollee-only events are held for a specific carrier's current enrollees, and the intent is to retain the current enrollees in a plan. Since enrollee-only events are conducted on behalf of a specific carrier, we would advise you to follow carrier guidelines to stay compliant. And just a quick note before we continue, the MCMG has undergone some changes this year. You can now find the newly renamed Medicare Advantage and Part D communication requirements on the Federal Register site. We will have the link to those resources in our episode notes. Now, let's move on to giving your educational presentation. Remember, during educational events, your primary focus is to educate attendees. It is not to lead or attempt to lead attendees toward a specific plan or set of plans. What can you do during a Medicare educational event? You can hand out objective and generic educational materials on MA, Part D, and other Medicare programs. You should, by all means, answer questions posed by attendees. And you can provide attendees with generic business reply cards and give out your business card and contact information for beneficiaries to use to initiate contact with you. You may also provide and collect scopes of appointment and schedule marketing appointments. So that's our list of what you can do. But in order to stay compliant with CMS, there are also certain activities and actions that you cannot do during educational events. 
You cannot display a sign-in sheet or collect contact info of any kind from your attendees. You cannot discuss any carrier-specific plans, benefits, or distribute marketing plan materials. That means no specific plan information, like premiums or co-payments, to name a few. You cannot provide or collect enrollment forms or hand out applications. You cannot answer questions beyond what attendees ask. During educational events, you're not allowed to give away cash or other monetary rebates. You also cannot give an educational presentation in a one-on-one -on -one setting. Again, agents may not conduct sales or marketing presentations or distribute or accept plan applications during an educational event. However, agents may conduct a marketing event immediately after an educational event, even in the same location if they would like. Attendees must be made aware of the change and given the opportunity to leave prior to the marketing event beginning. Agents can also collect SOAs during the marketing event. Why is it so important to stay compliant? CMS and all carriers take compliance seriously. Here at Ritter, we do too. Keep in mind, carriers may send secret shoppers to your educational events. If you violate the Medicare Advantage and Part D communication requirements, you could be subject to administrative hearings and penalties, cease and desist orders, or worse, CMS can suspend or revoke your license. Why are these rules so serious? Medicare beneficiaries need your expertise, and you need their trust and business. While COVID continues to change the Medicare landscape, you'll likely be able to hold Medicare educational events in some capacity this AEP, in person or online. Those events will just look a little different, and so will the rules. As long as you follow them, there's no reason why you and your clients can't stay healthy and both benefit this AEP. We did mention the newly renamed Medicare Advantage and Part D communication requirements. Those rules now live on the Federal Register, so check them out and update your bookmarks if you have not done so already. We will also have the link to the Do's and Don'ts of Medicare Compliance episode we published a few weeks back, so make sure you add that to your listening queue as well. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe or follow button because we've got an episode on Medicare sales events coming up, our Friday Five series, and of course, all the other great content we've got in the works. So make sure you're following along with our show. It is completely free to do, and then you don't have to go searching for our newest episodes. They will be right there in your listening queue or downloaded to your device, and you can even set up notifications to remind you to listen. Thank you so much for your support. Following, subscribing, liking our episodes, we really appreciate it. And thanks for taking the time to listen today. That is all we've got for this installment. We will see you next episode.